Hi guys, welcome to It's Your Turn podcast. I'm Skye, I'm a functional medicine certified health coach, and I'm here to share anything and everything to do with self-improvement. I really enjoy sharing all that I'm learning about health, about nutrition, most of all about mindset. And I'm also here to share other people's stories of their health challenges and to help celebrate their successes. I feel like this is such an important piece because I feel like in other people's stories, we can really learn and see what's possible for us in our lives. Welcome to It's Your Turn podcast. This is Skye. And today I want to share a episode I recorded with a gal named Iris. She is actually a good friend of my daughter, Faith. And Iris is a senior in high school this year. She's a pretty impressive young lady. She she has plans of going into robotics engineering and electrical engineering. Uh, Faith and her have been friends for a few years, and they were in some strength training classes in high school together. And Faith was always talking about Iris and how motivating she was. And, you know, she was just really impressed with her knowledge about strength training, but more about um, just her willingness to help and motivate other people. And she definitely held Faith's feet to the fire and taught her a lot about strength training and about just the importance of consistency. And so as I find, you know, people that inspire me, they can be you know, of all ages. And I got to say, um, you'll be really impressed with this young gal. Um, she's 18 years old, but she definitely has learned so much about herself through this process of just wanting more for herself, wanting to gain energy and get stronger. And, you know, one of her early motivations through this process was her baby sister being born and she wanted the energy to be able to run around and keep up with her. And so she really is determined. Um, it's been three years she's been into this process. She, you know, she's lost 40 pounds over this time, but that wasn't her main goal. And she said at, at one point she did think that was a goal of hers and found out that it really wasn't. It wasn't about the weight loss. It was about you know, finding strength, building her confidence, um, connecting with people, you know, at the, at the gym. And it's, it's so insightful to listen to her story when she relates, you know, growing up at this, in this era of social media and how much that affects young people. And, you know, just always having that, that comparison and the images on social media to feel like you have to keep up with. And, and how that related to her her need to really want to connect with people, you know, to go in and meet with people and to motivate each other in person and to live in reality. You know, she she totally recognizes and helps other people to recognize that's not reality. You know, what people portray on social media, that isn't real life. And so she just strives to be the best version of herself. And she's super inspiring. I hope you listen through the entire episode, she's got some great words of, of advice at the end. And I'm just, I'm just so proud to know her. And so I'm excited for you to listen. You know, if you've got uh, daughters that struggle with confidence or self-esteem are thinking about setting some goals, some health goals, or any type of goals, it takes that consistency and learning to stick through the monotonous, you know, everyday 
behaviors and turning them into habits to get the things that you want most in life that make you happiest. I think one of the things that really stuck with me that Iris said is it's important to keep promises that you make to yourself that make you happy. And I really think that that just says it all right there. And so we'll just go ahead and jump right in. Iris, thanks so much for meeting up with me today. I have really been looking forward to just kind of having a conversation with you. How are you doing? I am doing pretty all right today, actually. Like surprisingly, usually I'm just like sore as hell during (laughs) during the weekend. (laughs) But like, this week's okay. You know, being a friend of Faith, I haven't, you know, I've seen you before. I haven't really got to talk to you, but Faith has always, you know, you know, Faith is kind of into fitness and keeping Mm -hmm. in shape for her sports and stuff like that. And she is always so impressed with you, Iris, as far as just like your motivation. Um, I know that, you know, you've encouraged Faith with working out and that you're pretty knowledgeable about strength training and just the workouts you do. You know, I know it's helped her. But I've just been really impressed to learn that you have really been on kind of a a health journey. And so I just, I'm just curious kind of how it started. Like, you know, when did it start? How long have you been really paying attention to getting in shape and staying in shape? I think it was like when I, okay, this is going to be like a very stereotypical thing, but it's like, you know, when you want those love moments, like I had it like two or three years ago, I would say three years ago, that's when Faith started being my weight training partner for the class. Like, and Faith is just like, uh, I don't think I want to do workouts that much. And I'm like, I want to because I want to be able to like move around, you know, because I'm my little sister was about to be born and I couldn't even like run around the yard that much or like do anything that would actually be able to play with her. And so that kind of made me sad. I was like, oh, crap, I want to be able to play with this kid. I want to be able to like get going and moving and everything. Like, why wouldn't I? So yeah. I started working out a lot more because it was not just because of that, but because like, I wanted, I wasn't in a good place mentally, which um, I guess I was hoping that weight training would also like improve my mental fortitude rather than like just physical. And it did a lot. It just took a lot of work. And like, it isn't just about like the diets or like the workouts that you do do or the workouts that you don't do. It's mainly about like the consistency of it over time. Yes, because if you yes. dealing with it, then that's how you get to it. And that's where Faith was just like, but I don't work out and stuff every day and I'm like well do you want to see results with me like man ma'am <laughs> right I mean that's that's amazing to have thought of it that way like you kind of knew that if you felt like you were in a bad place like you were hoping and willing to see if kind of getting into better shape doing the strength training was gonna you know not only help you physically but you just kind of had an inkling that it was gonna maybe change your outlook and maybe help with, I don't know if it was depression or just kind of being in a funk. Cause I, I totally get that. But do you feel like it, it did start pretty early to make a difference in your outlook? You see, uh, during that three-year period at the beginning, it was very difficult because I would get it on myself about like these habits. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a hard time with like your diet or like with how you're doing, like you're trying to experiment with what things need to be changed. Sometimes people can take that too drastically. And that's what I did at the beginning, which had like such a backfire on me because of like the fact that I probably wasn't eating enough and getting enough sleep or 
drinking enough water, like taking care of myself and the basic needs. Yeah. And that's what really was getting me into that depression state because not just because I was working out or something or like wanting to get like very muscular, but because of the fact that I feel like I was like stumping at some points. Like it was, it's kind of hard when you feel like you're stumping at some points because you feel like you've changed like these different things and you still aren't seeing these improvements. But right. Like you're almost it. expecting too much and you feel disappointed or you feel like you're, you're not doing it right. And when really you're just kind of going through this big learning curve, right? Yeah. It's, it's a long process. <laughs> it's a long and like, it yeah. feels like a loop sometimes that process. And I'm still trying to get like onto this point where I'm like, okay, it's okay to eat like this amount of food and all that. And like, you don't need to count calories all the time. It's more about like, what are you willing to work on? what is pushing you to do your best not like like do you want to look better or better work kind of like you're trying to figure out what your motivation is to kind of keep you staying consistent do you think yes without like basically damaging yourself like it's a it's a goal that won't hurt you Right. Like you're looking to find a balance and not be, because I feel like I I struggled with that a lot myself too. Just like, you know, not going too far with something and being so extreme. Like you're trying to maybe know that you need to make it kind of a lifestyle and make it doable, like long-term, you know, but it's hard to find that balance at first because it's like, okay, am I, you know, eating too much? Am I eating the wrong things? And you really start to question. So many people like get so disheartened like disheartened about like what they're eating because there's some of the things that they love but right. it's like depending on what you're doing like if you're doing like more cardio stuff or like depending on what kind of things you're trying to improve upon or the exercise that you're kind of doing food does help a lot right. but it shouldn't limit you from wanting the things that you want like if you're let's just say like you want to eat like a bunch of ice cream one day and you feel like really disheartened about it because it impacts your ability the next day okay well are you going to beat yourself up over that ice cream or are you going to like continue forward about it like what are you going to do past that like if you regret everything that you eat then it's just not going to like happen like the whole process is just going to feel like you're going to be funked the whole time and you're always going to be measuring something yeah. And it's like, when you make things completely off limits, it's like you feel deprived and then you feel kind of resentful of what you're doing. And it sounds like you kind of get that understanding that you can't like throw everything away because you had a bad day with eating. You can't just, you know, like you didn't undo all the hard work you've done. And so you can't, you can't get stuck there and, and beat yourself up because I think a lot of us do that, like kind of that on and off mentality of, and I don't know if you've had years, you know, you're pretty young, but I don't know if you've gone through times where you've tried to diet and then you feel like you're on the diet or off the diet compared to just trying to make it a lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Because this isn't just like exercising isn't just something that's like for one period of time in your life. It's going to be something that's going to help you over the course of your life. Like if you're going to be doing something do it to where it's going to become a habit rather than just becoming something for a period because you want to look good for like this one event and then like stop completely because then there's going to have so many like downfalls because if you try to like let's say you're working out a lot and you get like all these endorphins and like you're getting very happy about it and then you get to like this show or premiere or like anything then you're like I look great and then you drop it 
and then you get into like this oh no I don't have like all these like endorphins anymore like your body's like oh crabs (laughs) we're all depressed now it sounds like like with you it sounds like because for a lot of people for myself as example like a lot of times I'm I'm trying to really focus mainly on like my diet not a diet but the way I choose to eat you know to be healthier Mm -hmm. and to keep the weight that I've lost you know to maintain that weight loss it sounds like you're very driven by your fitness and that's what really keeps you on track I mean it sounds like in all areas like emotionally mentally physically Mm -hmm. is that kind of your your main you know go-to I mean is that kind of what keeps you going is the fitness part of it well it's more of like how do I explain it like the drive for it yes but okay it's like one of those things that helps me like it's my outlet basically if I have like uh emotions that are like very hard for me to process or are a bit much I guess you'd say then that's like where my outlet is because I get to socialize with people like a bunch of people because there's like a whole bunch of girls in the weight room and it's so nice <laughs> and yeah. especially Faith because I miss her where she at <laughs> she- <laughs> I know but like she misses you it's not only because of the fitness that I go there or that's not the main thing that drives me to do it it's mainly the fact that like I can help people become stronger in the things that they want to be going at like going for and also it can I can also be strong as well like gain strength so then I can do the things I want to do I think that's such an important part too it's almost like you know to keep it in front of you and to keep yourself motivated with it does it does it help that you do reach out and help other people because then you see them getting excited and making changes in their life. So it's got to help you to continue what you're doing. Does that help? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe like it was with your daughter. Yeah. Like I was discovering yeah. this stuff. I was like, oh my God, she's like, get, look, she's starting to get muscle and she's yeah. just being happier in general, like having such a positive outlook now because she was struggling with the beginning portion of it because mm-hmm. she would set goals that weren't very realistic, I guess you'd say. Yeah. And like they were, she would beat herself up so much about it. And I think she still does a little bit, but not to the extent where it's terrible now, at least from what right. I've learned. No, I agree. I agree. She's, she's a little easier on herself. I think she realizes that it's not an overnight process. Yeah. And like, she's a very hardworking person. Like she's willing to work for what she wants to work for. Like the whole reason that she was getting into it, I think was mainly for like volleyball in order to be like strength and like everything. And I'm just like, okay, well, here are some goals that you want for yourself to for like how you look or what you want to strengthen. We're going to work for something that's for you. People, when they start out, they create these goals that are more of like long-term goals rather than the short-term goals that they think that they are. And when that overwhelming. It, yeah, it becomes very overwhelming and disheartening because then they, they're like, oh, I didn't reach this. I got to stop now because like, I didn't get what I wanted. And I'm like, well, that's because it's more of a long-term thing. Like I'm still not at where I want to be, but that's because mm-hmm. I constantly create new goals. Like, yes. I'm just so impressed because I feel like you have really figured out a lot of things that it takes a lot of women a lifetime to figure out. And just knowing that, because just like you said, a lot of us aren't willing to, you know, set small goals along the way so that you can feel accomplished. And so that you don't, that you aren't, aren't always sitting there beating yourself up because, you know, boom, you didn't get from here to there in a week. Whereas you understand you know, at a young age that it's, it's the, 
consistency and, and being consistent isn't always fun. I mean, that's showing up every day when you don't want to get out of bed or you want to go home and watch Netflix. Like it's making yourself be consistent. What, what pulls you to, you know, get out of bed in the morning and even when you're not feeling good and you're tired, you know, what do you think it is that allows you to get yourself there and to keep showing up for yourself? Uh, the people I'm going to say it <laughs> because like you meet so many people and it's so nice to be around them. Like if you have good energy with people and like, yeah. the whole room, like you're going to want to go back because not just for like the workout, but they, because they push you, like they, they're the ones that keep you pushing. Like I mainly this summer with your daughter, I'm talking about this again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's good. Oh, I hated Bulgarians. Like, well, but she would always make me do them, and I'd be there, and I'd be like, "My legs are gonna about to like wibble wobble out of place here." Like, and then she's like, "Like, no, and I'm like, "Ah, All right." But it's mainly like people that you meet there, like throughout your whole life, you have to have a reason to do something. And usually, like, you don't go to parties if there's nobody's gonna be there, or you don't right. go to like these events if people are not gonna be there because it's people that drive people, and. Yeah that's a very big thing like you don't want to go to work if nobody's going to show up or it's going to be very hard for you to want to go to work but you're still probably some people will still probably do it but some mo- majority of people won't because you know we all want that connection like you you want to be connected to people and maybe you know I'm, as you're talking about how you feel when you're around these people at the gym you know maybe it's because you're kind of surrounding yourself with people that are kind of like-minded like they, they have goals, they want to work hard and that's kind of uplifting. Whereas, do you know, like I read these things and they say, we are, we are who we hang around with the five people that we hang around with the most. And so it's almost like you go out of your way to make sure that you're around these people that, that you inspire them, but they inspire you also. So it sounds like such good energy. Cause it's a give and take relationship. Like you push them and they push you. And then in return, you all get this like reward of one having a better connection with people and two being stronger like it, no matter what type of exercise you do you're getting stronger in a different way like some people I think um it's so much about like social media nowadays it's very hard to find like people in general that are very like-minded or else it's something very easy depending on like how you are with technology right and it's mainly just having that human interaction that is what drives people to go places nowadays because we don't really talk face-to-face as like we're doing right now (laughs) yeah yeah but like it's when you have the ability to be around people and actually feel like you can disconnect from whatever is like on social media and not care about it anymore like you can focus on yourself and the people around you that is like the main thing that brings me back to the gym is like being able to do that because we spend so much of our lives on social media and wanting these expectations or like these stressful situations where we don't look like, or we aren't like these other people. It's funny. I was just talking about that on a different podcast, talking about how much, you know, they say like comparison is the thief of happiness. That's kind of a quote, but it's so true because like, we need to be, you know, like you versus you, like to be, you know, work towards being the best version of yourself type thing. And that's hard when, you know, like younger people and you guys, growing up more in the social media era and you kind of get that piece and you're understanding that the more you work on yourself, the more your confidence builds, the more you want to connect with real people and not look towards, 
you know, that's not real life. Like, you know, these people on social media that, you know, portray to be perfect and, you know, all this crazy stuff. And that's gotta be really hard for young people, like always comparing yourself. So I think that's, that's pretty awesome that, that you kind of get that, that that's, it's, well, it drags you down. Because when people don't post reality, we want to believe in like this image of uh, how we are supposed to be or who we Absolutely. could be rather than who we are. And we're going to do this like whole social media bit for a hot second, but like, yeah. it's so much, it impacts us so much because what we see is what we want. And if we don't see what, like, if we don't see ourselves as we are, then we don't really know where to start growing or where to start in general. And when we see somebody else and where they're at, we compare because of the fact that we're not there. Or if we are, then we don't really see it, I guess you would say. Like, how is it? You could still, you could see a golden goblet and another golden goblet, and you can see that the other one is shinier, or you can see that the other one has more detail. Doesn't mean that they aren't still golden goblets. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. What has helped you the most to, to be able to build your confidence and to not let that drag you down thinking that you have to compete and you have to, you know, you see, see somebody else doing something different and, you know, to not compare yourself. Do you struggle I, with that at all? I, yeah, 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 most definitely. Oh my gosh, realizing that that isn't real life, realizing that that's more of like an image that I want for myself rather than the life that I actually want, like the thing I can work for. I mean, like think of it as like a dream, and then you wake up, kind of, and you realize that that isn't your life. But it sounds kind of nice every once in a while. But you also got to think about like well, how would that impact me as well? And, and just staying, just staying in reality, like that's not reality. And, you know, like, sure, th things can look a certain way on the outside at any time, like, you know, how easy life can look and this and that, but, you know, we know what reality is. And so I guess just staying focused on knowing that helps, you know? Well, realizing that it's not reality and because of how easy it might be, and I don't really like things that are very easy in my life because of the fact that it gives me no room to grow. The more that you look at something that's super easy or like you look at it and you're like, well, I want this life and it could be so easy for me. And it's just like, no, that's not the reality of things. You're always going to have a life where things are going to come at you. And that's going to be a good thing because then that means that you can change and you could be a human being because we're constantly like, okay, uh, we're constantly on this pu like pyramid I guess you would say I'm bringing up my AP psychology class let's go let's go <laughs> right. I'm here <laughs> on this pyramid of basic needs hang on I gotta pull out the notes for this thing yeah the hierarchy it's basically like um humanistic theory of like hierarchy I guess you'd say like it's the guy that made it is like Maslow right he's mm -hmm. pretty cool he's talked about like a lot in a humanistic like psychology of some sorts and um Basically, it's like your psychological needs, your safety, and then your belonging and sense of like love. This mm -hmm. is all going in a pyramid, by the way, from like greatest to like. Okay, from the bottom pyramid. up. From the bottom up of what you need. <laughs> so psychological needs, safety, belonging, and 
self-esteem and then self-actualization, which is realizing your potential for the future. And so when one of those things are taken out, your pyramid is not going to go like stable still. So when we don't have those things, like we tend to be off balance or we need to like rethink of our situation of where we're at. Cause like, if we're constantly at like the, like your psychological stage is, uh, I guess more of like your surrounding and like where you're at mentally like realizing that you're mentally okay and then like safety is basically like your food water all of that like your basic needs basic needs are Mm -hmm. also along with psychological they're you need those first and then um your sense of belonging and loving which is coming from people when you don't have that then you don't really get to the point where you can like work on your self-esteem a little more yeah for sure that would build on that and then once you get to your self-esteem portion you're like well now I have like this better perception of myself and like we can get here and then like after that, it's your self-actualization, which is never ending, by the way. The pyramid just like goes on. Like it never ends when you get to self-actualization because you're trying to realize your potential every single time and it's going to change like all the yeah. time. Anyway. I and just, just from the way you talk, it sounds like, I mean, not only are you competitive, but it's like, I can tell that you have such a great uh, grasp of just knowing that this is like an ongoing journey. It's not a beginning and end. It's like self-improvement. It's, you know, always setting new goals for yourself, challenging yourself, you know, in turn, building your self-confidence along the way, along with, you know, connecting with people. And, you know, I just, it's, it's pretty amazing. um, Just how, how much insight you have to, to that process. And that, I mean, especially with, having it be, you know, picking a goal, whether you had a small goal or, or if it was, you know, kind of a bigger vision also, and just having the, you know, wherewithal to, to show up and be consistent with these goals, no matter how, how long it takes, you know, that's, it's just really commendable, Iris, because I'm telling you, like, I can't tell you how many years of my life that that's, that's the piece. When I talk to people, you know, I'm, I'm working with women, uh, with my health coaching, it's always the consistency. Like we get excited about starting something new and, oh, we want this. And, you know, it's, and then either maybe, maybe you're making a little bit of progress and then maybe even with your weight loss, if that's one of your goals, and then you hit a plateau and a lot of people right there, they're out, you know, if they don't see continual progress where it seems like you understand that you just have to continue. It's, it's the daily stuff that gets you where you want to be, but it takes time. Well, and along with the plateau, you're going to always have a little bit of a down afterwards in order to go back up again. Because if you always like a plateau is kind of like the worst thing ever. It feels like the worst thing ever. I have, I had it for like a year or two, maybe. I don't know. I started having it like a new weight training teacher. I was trying to like figure out everything. And also because of the fact like I was dealing, because I've been on both sides of like kind of the eating spectrum, I guess you would say, where I'd eat too much or mm-hmm. wouldn't eat enough. And it's just like trying to find the happy middle. Yeah. It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it all depends. There's so many variables. I mean, here you're exercising, strength training, you know, the activity, there's just so many, what types of foods, there's so much to consider. And there's different types of like training in general, like there's endurance, there's strength, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're like, it's all just a jumble of things that go together where like you have to work on it to get better in the other thing. 
And right. you're always going to get disheartened about like these small things or like the, like if you're doing like strength training and then you get like plateau in there and then you have to go back to endurance training and then you don't do as well in that, but then you get better at it and you go back to strength training. It's just it's like back and forth. It's almost tricking up your body. <laughs> Same with your metabolism sometimes. Like our body gets used yeah. to how we're eating, what we're eating, or like you said, you know, you can be doing the same workout, but your body's accustomed to that. So, you know, you almost got to mix it up to challenge yourself and, and, you know, use different muscles or like you said, um, different techniques. So that's, that makes a lot of sense too. Because like, there's so much out there that you could do and that's different, but doesn't mean you're always going to do it or want to do it. And it's going to suck. It did suck. And it does suck. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's not like people always love to, I mean, personally, I don't like exercise. And so it's not like, it's like, I don't know how you feel. I feel like I don't usually love doing the things, um, but you always feel so accomplished and, and you know how good it feels after. Is that kind of how you are with your workouts? Yeah, I'm like, I didn't die after like sweating so profusely, like afterwards, like my face is totally red and I'm like, I didn't like this, but I yeah. did it anyway, but I did it. <laughs> and tell me what, what, what are your top three? I mean, what do you tell yourself in those days? Like what do you get most from it that, that really is just like, this is why I'm doing this every day. Basically for my confidence mainly, like it's, I base a lot of my confidence in my actual physical strength. And that's not always a good thing. I already know it's, we all have our problems, we all have our pro but yeah, like, yeah. a lot of it is so then I can feel more confident in myself. Cause even if I have those bad days, like afterwards, it makes me feel great that I can do things like, cause in order to recharge my battery, like I'd say social battery or just my energy in general, I need to get things done. Like I need to get like something done, like uh, clean the house or like, I don't really do that. that I feel often accomplished enough. with something. Yeah. Something that can make me feel a little bit accomplished for that day, even if it's a small thing. Yeah. And when I don't do that, that kind of sucks. Because <laughs> then I, I tend to like regress a little bit, like go backwards. Yeah. And I yeah. don't want to do that. So so it's like that momentum that you've built. And when you do give yourself a day or two off, you probably feel like you're sliding backwards and that doesn't feel oh, good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's where I have people sometimes feel like they lose like their months of work in like two days. And I'm like, no, that's not true. You lose it over time, but like, that's if you're not doing anything about it. And exactly. Okay. You, you, you don't undo all that work, you know? Now, do you, um, do you give yourself like a certain, like for myself, say I'm having, uh, struggles with, you know, staying with, with my, the way I choose to eat, you know, if I have a day or two, do you have like a limit? Like for myself, I'm like, okay, I didn't do great today. So tomorrow I need to look forward. I'm not going to beat myself up. Oh yeah. I do two days. And I'm like, that's it girl. <laughs> like I, cause I, I know how easy it is to just slide back and to start, you know, that negative self-talk. And then pretty soon you're kind of just thrown in the towel. Like, do you have a, a limit for giving yourself, you know, a break or? It's usually like, I take my breaks over the weekends, so like a two day break, just nice. to, even if it is during the week, I'll just end up working out later. <laughs> That's yeah. basically my motto by now. I'll work out later. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you sometimes you really need those days because if you constantly are just working and working and working and not giving yourself time to like actually like work on your mental state then the physical state is gonna crash along with that mental state 
a lot of the things we do with like fitness or losing weight or anything is mainly mental. Like it's such a mental game. Like, oh, yes, God. it is. <laughs> it is so much. And we have so much, uh, our minds are so powerful and that could work for us or against us. But like, do you know what I mean? Like you can get mm-hmm. yourself talking negatively and, you know, completely go off the rails. But on the other hand, like to think positive and to be optimistic and to, learn to be, you know, more compassionate to yourself too, to, you know, give yourself a day to, or two to recover. And like you said, a little bit of self-care. Because when you don't take care of yourself, sometimes people expect other people to take care of them or that like something's going to take care of them and that they can't be capable of taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. That's far from the truth. Because the one person that's going to take care of you is you or should be you or should be and yeah absolutely you know that saying where they say no one's coming for you you know like Mm -hmm. you can't rely on you know speaking at my age though but like a lot of us wait around for that you know annual appointment for 15 minutes and expect that that's you know being proactive in your health but it's not like we really have to build health and we really have to make effort to you know, keep our bodies healthy and to eat nutritious because nobody's going to, nobody can do it for us. Like you said, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's so true. You can't expect other people to do the job for you. And I understand that completely. Oh my gosh. That was a hard trial for a while. (laughs) It's been this constant like experimentation with like all the like stuff for health like some people are like oh my god food's gonna fix it oh my god exercise is just gonna fix it I'm like it's a combination of both it's a com- yeah but most of it is like where are you mentally to start this process like where mm-hmm. are you going like are you looking just for the physical side of it or are you looking for the mental side of it or like are you looking for both because so many people want different things when it comes to fitness and health and weight loss like they want to look a certain way they want to feel a certain way and it's just a process of like elimination I guess you would say like what thing works for them because there's so many different things that work for different people like some people have health problems which that's where they might need the diet portion or like right like that's their motivation yeah like they have we all have different images for what we want and who we are or who we want to be because of the things that we can do in the future and when we want to get those things we have to put a lot of experimentation into it like you got to be open to try exercises or like different ways of thinking I guess you would say yeah and it's like like you said um all of us have different reasons that motivate us to want to make changes you know like it can it can be a little bit of everything I mean it can be you want to look better you want to feel stronger um but I just hear you saying that like you have to kind of work on balance in your life and not neglecting your mental health and your emotions. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you seem to get that piece of, we do have to take care of our bodies and, you know, nutrition and exercise, but you know, you just seem very knowledgeable of just like holistic health, just like knowing that it all comes into play and then trying to find like your balance so that you're not neglecting parts of yourself that need, you know, need attention also. The biggest part in any type of health is your mental health yeah that is the biggest portion of any type of health before you ever even get start getting like physically fit in any way shape or form it's your mental health that's gonna like impact it all 
because without what do you say what do you say to somebody who's you know younger and like somebody starting out where we don't have our confidence yet or they don't have confidence and they don't have self-esteem you know because they they don't feel good about themselves would you say you know there's still a place to start that maybe you can build that it's okay to not feel like confident or anything at the moment as long as you're you are starting the process and you are wanting to change that is the first step yeah because if you don't want to change and you're still depressed you aren't going to like get out of that point but if you are ready and want to start doing that and are wanting to put in the work let's start it let's do it because yeah the moment you doubt yourself or like the moment that you start doubting yourself before the process has even started you feel like it's end game like it's just not gonna happen but it's that's a lie that's a lie right like like to just buckle down and 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 just start give yourself some time to be the person that you want to be yes i love that i love that i kind of coughed over you but you said give yourself time to be the person that you want to be like confidence doesn't stem in like a day unless you find that serum or something i mean like give it up to us <laughs> right well and it can build so slowly but <clears throat> once you really start taking care of yourself i mean for myself i just like for so many years i wasn't taking care of myself at any level and <clears throat> once i started one thing it's like it kind of can start really eking out into different areas of your life and it kind of takes on its own momentum in a good way like you know so i i I started with just committing to like daily exercise. I just thought this is, if, if I can't do anything else, at least I'm going to keep this commitment to myself. But that really shortly after pretty soon, I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm feeling proud that I, you know, I'm still being consistent with this goal. And then pretty soon, and it sounds like that's what happens with you pretty soon. Like you're wanting to improve other areas of your life, you know, with your nutrition, with your health, with your mental health. It's making promises to yourself that'll make you feel happier like making through with those promises and feeling yes. like I've done this for myself for once let's go let's go yes <laughs> and it's like keeping commitments to yourself and I you know for years and years and years when you a lot of people who repeat this cycle and never really you know build that momentum they don't give themselves enough time <clears throat> there's so much negativity and like you know negative self-talk that goes along with that when where it, it can turn around so quickly by just keeping those commitments to yourself like you said because that's what it is is like you make a promise to yourself and so many times we let ourselves down over and over for older women you know repeating this pattern over the years because we're always trying to buy into these you know quick fixes and these you know prescription don't medications you- that help you lose weight and all this crazy stuff because don't you want to believe that it's so much easier to get the goals or things that you want by just buying it like if you right like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, I understand that completely. I would like some people do surgery and that does help or some people like just do regular diets and that does help. But like, there isn't a miracle pill for everything. If there was, then we'd all be taking it. And exactly. If and quite was- honestly, when I started losing weight, like there was some kind of fat, fat blocker or some kind of new thing um, and that was several years ago. And I remember like people saying, start taking this, this will help. Well, I was already getting momentum. And quite honestly, I was like, I'm not going to give credit to a fat blocker. Like I'm doing the work. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to, 
to rely on something because first of all, those are usually short-term. They're things that you can't necessarily take forever. Um, but I just, I just wanted to feel proud of myself that I was doing the work. We are capable of making those changes on our own, you know? Well, and I think so many people are like in the beginning process, like so ashamed that they can't do like the full workouts and everything. And there's mm -hmm. always adaptations for all of that. Like, yeah, you feel like you can't do it because it's not what your body's capable of yet. And that's just where like that physical limitation is. But mentally, you know, you want to get there. Like, I know that so many people that are like way more have like a way that weigh a lot more that like have a hard time with their joints or like anything like that. And they feel so ashamed that they can't do like these workouts that like all these athletic people can do. And that's okay. Like, it's just the fact that they get so down about it because they feel like, well, I'm incapable of them being healthy. I'm incapable of doing this and that. And I'm like, no, there's just a different exercise for you. There's always something different for you out there. Not just for like this person. That right. Like modify it until you, you know, and you can, you can aspire to get to that point where you don't have to modify it, but there's nothing wrong with modifying the movies okay. or whatever. Like so many people are ashamed of that. And I'm like, well, then it's not something to be ashamed of if you're wanting to work for something like it's. Yeah. It's be proud goal. that you showed up. Be proud that you're trying. Yeah. Yeah. Be proud that you walked in those gym doors because that is huge for a lot of people. It can be really intimidating to join a fitness class or to step into a gym because it's overwhelming. And a lot of times when you're starting out, you don't know, you don't know where to go, what to use, how to use the equipment, how to turn on the elliptical. I mean, there's, it's really intimidating. Oh yeah. I mean, you're talking to the choir here. <laughs> right. And you're like, brave. Well, you're brave to, to get in there that's the whole point of it it's like a big leap of faith and yeah haha pun intended pun intended <laughs> <laughs> right. big leap with faith it was a big <laughs> <laughs> with faith along with faith <laughs> it was mainly there like a majority of like the three years like it was just I was like oh no my weight weight lifting buddy is gonna be gone and she I left know. me this and I'm like ah crabs <laughs> but it's so nice to see like other people in there though like yeah. I start you start socializing with people in the gym like they may have their headphones in but if you're just like oh my god you're doing such a great job on like that set and everything like show me how to do all that like they're willing to talk to you they've been there they've been in like that same situation or of a similar situation of some sorts or like let's there's always a reason somebody's in the gym because they want to work towards something and if they can help you work towards that they'll probably be like person I'll be like I'll help you with this well like, I feel like I mean I know from Faith that's that's how she speaks of you iris is she's just like you're so encouraging and you're so she knows that you're very genuinely about it and very genuinely about helping people you know that you get excited for them to kind of no. get on board with you know with improving their health or in with fitness and i mean that's a gift and so for you to be that person to help other people get started especially knowing you know, how intimidating it can be because you've been on that side of it where you were starting out and didn't know, you know, what to do and how to do it. And so, I mean, that's, that's changing people's lives. And so that's, that's amazing. You know, it's so, oh my God. I love seeing like when people can like finally start using the bands on like pull-ups or like when they can yeah. do something that they didn't think that they could do before. 
And it's like such a rewarding thing for them and for me because I'm like, oh my gosh, look at you go. Look at yes. you go. I feel like I feel like you need to head down this path in your life. <laughs> I feel like you need to, you know, uh, be a personal trainer or it, it just seems like you really get a lot of satisfaction out of it, helping people and and it helps you. Yes, but also there's like this portion of it where I just like the mental state of it, like the mental side of it is so much more rewarding, like mm-hmm. rewarding than just the physical for me. Like I was not just saying things like totally messed up pronunciation a little bit, but <laughs> uh, I love seeing people pushing themselves, not just in the weight room, but like mentally. And it's constantly like this battle nowadays, like where people don't know where to start mentally, like being themselves. Yeah. And we start like we copy paste so much of our personality from social media because of the fact uh. that we need to feel like we need to be these perfect people when we aren't, or that we constantly have to strive to be perfect rather than be real. Yeah. yeah. And being authentic. And I feel like, um, you know, I'm learning so much about what they mean when people are talking about like your ego self compared to kind of working towards this highest version of yourself. And that's kind of a new, um, you know, I'm learning about mindful practices and things, but when you talk about it, it just really, it just makes me think of when you keep saying, you know, about people starting new things and being willing to try things. It's like, there's this part of ourselves and they do refer to it as our ego self that just wants to keep us safe and protect us. And it's like, we don't want to step out of our comfort zone. We don't want to take the risk that we're going to embarrass ourselves or take the risk that somebody's going to laugh at us or take the risk. We're going to walk in the gym and, and, you know, people are going to look at you funny or say something, God forbid, or, you know, so it's always like pushing people to just take that to, to get used to being a little bit uncomfortable and doing things that are a little bit scary because that's where growth happens. And that's where, you know, we challenge ourselves and that's where we improve and get better. And, you know, it's like this whole cycle and it's just exciting to learn about. Like, I just love learning about how important it is. It's almost like when you do feel uncomfortable and you feel scared for something, start looking forward to that because that means something great is going to happen. That means you're growing, right? I mean, we have haunted houses for a reason. I mean, we have, like, if <laughs> yeah. you think about it, we all, get, we all like, get excited to be like scared about something a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we and love I that. Like- you know, when we are looking at who we are and who we want to become, it's like, it's hard to learn how to be authentic to ourselves because, you know, especially at a younger age, we're still kind of figuring, you know, you're still kind of figuring that out. And I do feel like obviously, at my age, the more you get to know yourself, the more, the less you care about what other people think is a big piece of it. Um, you know, just kind of, and it's hard because we all want to be accepted. I mean, that's just a natural way of being, you know, we want to be accepted. We want to be like everybody else. We don't want to be different. Right. I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to the whole journey of being healthy is because we want to be like somebody else, or we want Mm -hmm. to be good I guess you'd say or like in this group of people if you what what kind of group of people are you thinking like basically what we're saying like like like-minded people Mm -hmm. or people that are strong that we see as stronger okay that's the kind of group that we usually like to be with and don't get me wrong that's not a bad thing yeah but it's also not the greatest thing if that's what you're prioritizing over your own self goals 
Definitely. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, women, even from a young age, <clears throat> a lot of times we're kind of conditioned to kind of take care of everybody around us also. Like when you say about prioritizing your individual self, um, you know, women were caregivers, you know, from a young age. And I just feel like a lot of times we are kind of made to feel guilty or selfish for kind of taking time out for ourselves and prioritizing ourselves. So, you know, and that, that a lot of that comes later with, you know, maybe when you start your families and things, um, you end up just kind of putting your own health and things to the bottom of the list. You know, once you do start a family or you're taking care of uh, family members, you know, so it's hard because people think of that as at times, you know, a selfish thing. And it's, it's so not a selfish thing because you're a happier person and you show up better for your friends and for your loved ones. You know what I mean? Like to be able to help other people, I think we need to first invest in ourselves and make sure that we're okay. And yeah, like most of, as you were saying earlier, like basically how women feel like, or like most girls in general feel like they have to like they're raised basically to be these caregivers mm -hmm. so like you aren't taught to be yourself originally first like you're taught to be like the daughter the mother like you're gonna yeah. be giving so much to people rather than giving to yourself whereas right. like I feel like guys aren't very much expected of that they're more expected to be like the caregivers as in like pursue a career like yep. work like be the money owners I guess you'd say like very traditionalist like kind of view yeah and so that still impacts us today, like despite it being like 2023, right? Gonna be there, gonna be. <laughs> no, you're right though. It really does. It's still kind of normalized, and yeah. But then, when also we want to be like something more than that, or basically, you know, from a young age, like when you're with your mom, and you're just like, oh, she's just my mom, and everything, like she'll take care of me and everything. But then you like are like. The moment that you realize that she has more emotions and that she's like a human being like you have that stage in that your early life where you're just sure. like oh my gosh like they're, yeah human. they make mistakes they're not perfect they're human right and then you realize that they're actual human beings like that's where it feels like they have those stages between like uh toddler and like teenager and that's right. where you're like trying to figure out these things and you're like, oh, that's just my mom. But then later on, you're just like, well, that is a mother that and a human being more than like mm -hmm. anything. She's a daughter. She's a mother. She's herself. She's imperfect. But like, she's still my mother. And like, you realize these things. But also, so many moms feel selfish for uh, wanting their own time too. Or like, for these small things that would help them. And yeah. I yeah I understand that <laughs> a little bit from my mother like over here because um you shouldn't feel guilty for trying to be yourself even if you are still mothering you aren't perfect it's it's more about like you're still trying in the end you're still trying no matter what you do in any role that you have in somebody's life yeah it's just are you trying for yourself in your own life <clears throat> that's so true I mean figuring out who you are and are you taking the time to like self-care is so huge and it plays such a big part and and I feel like you really understand that because like you said taking a couple of days off on the weekend um for self-care I mean it can be you know just just like as a mom you know allowing yourself to do the things that make you happy because 
we do a lot of times at all ages make things about everybody else and make sure everybody else is okay and that they're doing everything they need to do to be healthy and and the things they enjoy but it's like always step back and remember to take time for yourself like my daughters I want them to know that like don't don't give up on who you are for however many years of your life to make sure everybody else is okay like make sure that you do things that that make you happy that you enjoy that and part of that can be investing in your health and and whether we enjoy working out or not, that is a priority and we enjoy what it does for us. I don't, there's like so much that health, health is basically like your life. Mm-hmm. Like it's from your mental to physical points. Like it's just everywhere. And it, once you stop taking care of it, like, or once you stop taking care of parts of your health, then it impacts like everything. It's this whole, yeah, as you were saying, like this whole idea of balance, but it's not always balanced. Right. It's more like this constant shift of things like, yes. And maybe just being aware that, you know, that we want to make an effort to make sure, like you said, I feel like you, you understand, like, don't neglect your mental health and your emotional health, you know, don't just focus on the physical and the working out and the food, you know, you know, all of it needs to, needs to have attention and it may not always be balanced, but just the fact that that we know to give that attention and to not neglect those parts of ourselves is so important. And I got to ask you, so when you talk about, it sounds like about three years that you have kind of been on this journey of, of just improvement, self-improvement, um, along the way, have you had a significant amount of weight loss? Has that been part of this journey with the working out and the fitness? Yes, because it helped with like part of my confidence, I guess you think, because I would begin to fit more in like that mold. Like I had a loss of like 40 pounds at the beginning and I'm finally getting back like some of that weight and muscle and it makes me so happy. (laughs) Like with that, but weight loss doesn't exactly equal confidence. That's where the biggest like realization came from that like you're going to look like you no matter what. Mm -hmm. It's just, are you going to have confidence in it or are you going to has it helped you with your confidence do you feel like the weight loss piece yes but it isn't the whole piece of it it's just it's more like it's a nice touch to it but it wasn't the main goal nice like it was my main goal at the beginning but then like maybe a year or two I started like doing it again I was just like oh yeah now we can focus on that we can we're gonna focus on like what we can do like if we can lift this or if we can run around a bit with like people or just enjoy being like social like why would you why why not why not? yeah <laughs> why it's true though and you know when I for my health coaching like I specialize in weight loss for women but I always want to be like it's not about the weight loss but but for many of um, for many women like getting control of their health a lot of times does start with that piece right but it's mm-hmm. I always want to tell people like that is just the beginning because it may start with weight loss and that you might, just like you said, like, I always felt like that was, that was the end all. And that was my goal. I just wanted to lose weight and everything was going to be perfect. That's it's, it's not about the weight to me. It was about just like, yeah, just like self-esteem and confidence and being proud of yourself and self-care, self-love, learning how to accept yourself as you are. And all that came from starting with the weight loss, but, but I agree, like, it's not, it's not just about the weight loss. I mean, that is a great uh, benefit because it does make life easier and it does help movement. And like you said, with your, 
with your baby sister coming up. Like you want that energy. You want to be able to, you know, and for, as you get older, boy, you know, carrying a lot of excess weight puts you in a lot of high risk categories for diabetes, mm -hmm. for chronic illness, for certain cancers. And so, but it's, it's just, it's not all about the weight loss. So I'm, I'm just happy that you feel that way. Like, what would be your main, what would be your main takeaway from your situation? Like what has weight loss done for you? Like, or for me personally? Yeah. Like, that's my question to you. That's my it just changed my, my self-worth. Like I, I changed a lot of things in my life when I lost weight, but it wasn't because I felt like I looked better or it was that I had been neglecting my health and myself for so long that when I started taking care of myself um, and I started losing weight, I started wanting more for myself in different areas. I wanted a healthier relationship. I wanted to be happier. I wanted to you know, take better care of my skin. Like I had really bad psoriasis and I never even took care of it. Like it was horrible and I just didn't care enough about myself. And so going through the process of losing weight, like I just learned compassion for myself and to, you know, speak better to myself. Like I was so down on myself and so ashamed of how I looked. And I based so much on that, just the physical part of it. Um, I wanted to kind of hide out. And so it just made me check back into life and be like, you know, I got to the point because I wasn't always heavy in high school and stuff. And I just got to that point where I would look in the mirror and I didn't even recognize who I was anymore, like just a shell of who I was. And I don't mean physically. I mean, I just lost myself. I just started focusing on everybody else and I never took care of myself. And so losing weight was just the beginning of learning that like you can't do that to yourself. You're important, too. And your happiness is important. And so it was a, a long process and it was very emotional for me. And it still is like, I still, and I still work to, you know, like you said, I think you understand that it's not like, an, there's not an end point, like, and that's okay. Cause I enjoy being challenged and um, because it is like a never ending journey, but more importantly, I, because I've been on both sides or I shouldn't say both sides, since I've been to that extreme depression cycle of obesity, when I see people struggling there, I just want to, I just want to help them get started. I'm so passionate about just wanting to be like, you can do this. Let's start. Let's set a goal. Let's, you know what I mean? Like, oh, don't yeah. think that yeah, I was doing that for 20 something years in that cycle. So I think, and every once in a while, you kind of just like close your eyes and you still have like the, I guess you would call it the ghost of the body that you had before. Mm -hmm. You still feel it and you still know it. And it's not like gone. It's just there, but it's not what your present self is. It's kind of like if you close your eyes and it's kind of like, it's like a phantom of a body before. Does it make you, do you worry about, you know, about going back to that point? Yes, but that's because of the fact that I'm more worried about like the mental state I was at at that point. Yeah. Not because of just the physical. Um, Because like with the mental state of it, it wasn't, I hated so much of my body because I believed that most of my self-worth was based on my physical appearance. Yeah. And I had a lot of lack of confidence within myself because I didn't believe that there was a lot of strength in there. Yeah. So that's where basically I had that bit of like a phantom. Like I still have that phantom effect right now. And it's not like I'm terrified that I'll ever go back to that because I know that I can still work back to where I am at or right. want to be in the future you're going to always have that ricochet of some sort and it's 
not gonna always be pretty or gonna be like perfect or something that's yeah. easy but it does it's, it's such a big motivator because like you you remember how and I I same I never forget how that felt to be kind of in that dark place and not feel good about myself emotionally mentally and so that's such a huge motivation to like continue with the work because it, it's not easy it's always work but it's worth it because we don't ever want to feel like that again well because you don't just remember like the mental part of part of it like you remember how it felt to walk around like how oh. Yeah. hard it was for some points or like where like you could feel like where your body was at like with your hands and everything like all the folds and like everything that you did not really like by yourself and that's where it's like the phantom I like to call it the phantom body there the phantom and you yeah. kind of then you look at the one that you have right now and you're like well I like it but like do I like it or do I just hope for that I'll be better than what I am now I know what you're saying. And it is hard. I do remember being like, how can I ever lose this weight? How, how will the girth of me ever like fit into it? Like I would hold up these smaller pants and think I'll never be able to do that because like, there's just too much of me. <laughs> like I couldn't sit in an airplane seat hardly without like, uh, it was horrible. And it was just amazing how over time, just how <clears throat> your body changes. And I mean, I just feel like you have such a good handle on you know, I just keep hearing you talk about strength. So I feel like that's such a big piece to you. <clears throat> Isn't just that, you know, never about like how many pounds you lost or what size you're in. It's like, you are determined and motivated by getting stronger and pushing yourself and challenging yourself. And so therefore, I mean, that's, that's sounds like that's who you, <clears throat> I'm sorry, that's who you are. And so you're just going to keep on, on this path. You know what I mean? Like, because that's, that's what makes you happy. And, and just the way that you are passionate about helping other people will always keep that in front of you. You know what I mean? That it helps. And that's kind of why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing because I just love getting inspired by other people who are just starting out or trying to stay consistent, who are just, like you said, like-minded people. It, it gives you that good energy. Yes. yes. I Iris, like I thank you so much for, you know, is there anything else that you can share that, you know, to help somebody else kind of who's looking at, just getting started and they're kind of like feeling overwhelmed like they have so far to go and like they're having a hard time getting in that mindset is there any mm -hmm. advice that you can think of don't give up on yourself that easily don't you don't need to be perfect you need to be you that's what I would say it's like rather yes. than somebody else's type of perfection yes like you versus you like we're not competing with anybody like just compete against yourself to, to do a little better every day, right? To just improve and be like the best version of ourselves. Or find somebody who wants to do it too. Like, yeah, it's so much more motivating when somebody else is there with you because it's really hard if you're just by yourself. I think that's a great tip for people because, yeah, because then you're kind of like accountable to somebody and, and you're holding each other accountable and you're not just kind of out there on your own. I mean, you know, I feel like that's, like you going to the gym, that's where you find your accountability because there's other people that show up there too. And you're all kind of working towards your, your own individual goals, but that's a great piece of advice to, to get somebody to, to walk with you. And, you know, so many people want it, but it is hard to get started. And so reach out to a friend. No, thank you so much, Iris. This has been really fun. And I just, you know, I'm a mom. So I have to tell you, I'm just so proud of who you are and how much you help people, how much you've helped faith. 
you know, I just think you're amazing and to keep doing what you're doing because it just inspires people. Just your story alone without even helping people <clears throat> is inspiring. But then the fact that you, that you reach out and you want other people to kind of join in with you and work towards getting healthier. So I love that. So it's been super fun to talk to you. <laughs> oh my I'll God. Talk I can talk to my daughter like the whole time too. And then I'm just like, don't cry, Iris. She's talking good about you. <laughs> I'll cry. Aww. Aww. No, I think it's amazing. I think you're amazing. And so keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep your eye on your girl there. Get her to work out with me every once in a while. I'm going to send her your way. <laughs> okay, bye, Iris. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoy this episode. I always encourage people to share the links if you know anybody who might be interested in these topics. And be sure and subscribe and leave a review if it's helpful. And I look forward to being with you next week.